Welcome to another episode of Real Talk, which is about real estate, real tours, and real stuff. Today we're going to talk about our rent prices coming down. Let's talk about rent, baby. I, I thought that was to- sex. Talk about- that song's about sex. <laughs> How many Let's times about can sex, Brandy baby. say sex in one sentence? <laughs> well, <laughs> this is a family show. Okay, then okay. we're going to talk about real estate and our <laughs> rental prices coming down. What is happening? I mean, I, you know, I don't really have any stats on this other than what's that called? Anecdotal? Like, does that mean like the people that you're talking to? I know a couple of people that have rentals that are having a harder time renting them for the same price they had rented them for. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? Why is that happening? So rents are coming down nationwide or they really have come down but that has not been reflected in the inflation yet so what i've been learning about is once inflation that inflation i guess i'll call it the equation has the accurate rental depreciation from the last six months to a year our inflation percentage is going to come way down because the housing market takes up such a large percent of that. So it's really interesting to hear about how rents have been coming down, even though it's not being reported yet as that. But we have lots of anecdotal stories. We're feeling it. Yeah, we're feeling it. It's a little bit harder to rent a place. There are, you know, someone might put up their place for rent at whatever price that they hope to get and then end up dropping it, dropping it till they get a renter. Some are deciding to sell because they're not getting their price. Some were too high, asking too high a rent to begin with. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's definitely been a thing. Um, okay, but are people just living at home with their parents or moving into a tent? I mean, what? All of a sudden, everybody, <laughs> nobody had a place to live. Like, people were renting these places, and it was a supply problem, right? So right. the prices went up. Uh, rent prices went up, just like housing prices went up, because there, we didn't have enough housing. Why all of a sudden are we having an issue where people within the last six months to a year, I would say six months, actually, now all of a sudden they don't need your little one bedroom or my little one bedroom or somebody's yeah. two bedroom house anymore. And I mean, I think that has something to do with what a lot of people have been saying for years is, well, that's all going to change because of all these apartment complexes, mm-hmm. these multifamilies that builders have left uh, building single family homes because the costs are so high and they can build multifamily cheaper. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing that stuff. We have been for years seeing a lot of multifamilies being built over on the west side of town by Chico State, over by where I live, mm-hmm. um, California Park area, um, by Marsh Junior High School. And and the great thing about that area is there's some low-income housing. There's some 55 and older. Um, that new community, too, over on Park Avenue for 50. I mean, mm-hmm. there's now we just have, I guess, more... Supply. supply. Yeah. Yeah. So we're seeing a change in in the rental market. Yeah. So I mean I think the the question that we need to ask ourselves is or the question the person listening to this podcast that might be thinking of buying. Well, why wouldn't I just rent? Yeah. I if it's potentially cheaper to rent and I don't have to take care of the property, the homeowner does or the landlord does, why would I take on that responsibility? Yeah. Why should you still buy instead of renting if rents are going down? Right. Well, there's so many reasons. Let's so get many into reasons. It. <laughs> Number one, equity. 
yeah. appreciation. I think people need to stop thinking of, wow, this is so expensive. I'm spending this much money to buy this home. You're not spending the money. You're spending money on closing costs, but you're not spending the money on the down payment. You are investing it into an mm -hmm. asset that appreciates and it can, you know, it's a very long-term investment, but it's just like when you're investing into your IRA, when you're investing in stocks and bonds, your goal is not to sell when the market's down, you just keep the money in there and it keeps growing. And that's the same exact thing with real estate. Um, if your investment happens to go down a little bit, then you just keep it until it goes back up because real estate always appreciates. Exactly. I mean, that's why people have been buying homes for a very, very, years. very long time. Yeah. And so I just quickly looked up the stacks. I couldn't remember it. But um, a monthly mortgage payment is often considered a forced savings account, mm. right? It's like you don't, you're, you're going to pay to live somewhere. Yeah. Might as well pay to live somewhere where you are building wealth. So a homeowner's, uh, a homeowner, is, their net worth is about 40 times higher than a renter. That's what I just look up. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if we, if we Googled it in another way, it might be a different number, but I just Googled what is the difference in wealth of a homeowner versus a renter. Mm -hmm. And according to Dr. Google, it's 40 <laughs> times higher. I, so I think that's, that's correct. Why. Yeah. That is why. That I is mean, why. again, over time, you are going to see um, the home appreciate in value. Mm -hmm. And you either stay in it or you sell it. You gain a couple, ha just example, a couple hundred thousand in equity, buy the next bigger house. Or like at one time, what my husband and I did was we did have a big house and we didn't realize we didn't need a big house. So we sold the big house, took the equity, bought a smaller house, bought a couple of other rentals with that. Mm -hmm. And that we would have not been able to do that had we not built the equity up in the house that we had. Yeah. 100%. So there's, it's just a way to, and it doesn't happen overnight though. It's no. not like, okay, I'm going to buy a house and two years later, I'm going to be able to buy all these rentals. No, um, it takes no. time. Five to 10 years. It does right? take time, but you're going to be living in, the, in a house anyway. Pay your own so, mortgage or pay someone else's mortgage. Right. And it is cheaper to rent. I mean, at the end of the day, when you're a homeowner, you're got, your mortgage is going to be bigger than a rent payment, most likely. And you are responsible for things that happen to the property. You're responsible if you want to update it or make any changes. If the water heater goes out, yeah, that's on you. So you need to have savings and a cushion for things like that. Um, but is not having to worry about a water heater going out once every 10 years really worth not investing in a home? And you plant roots. You feel more established in the community. You you just feel like you have a home and it's how can you beat that too? It's like, there's an emotional aspect right. to owning a home exactly with your family. Exactly. But I do think that there are some people that maybe, um, you don't want to rush into owning a home and be strapped to your house. No. Like now I can't go anywhere. Now right. I can't go out to dinner. <laughs> yeah. You, you don't want to be house poor. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like you want to make sure that you can still do some of the things that you enjoy mm -hmm. and want to do. But for some of us, that's like gardening. And you could do that in your own backyard, mm -hmm. you know, or just going on hikes and walks throughout your neighborhood. And anyways, getting yeah. a little bit off the subject. But it is still, um, and I think always will be, a better opportunity for you financially yeah. to own versus rent. Yeah. And even owning multiple properties is not for everyone. Like that might not be the investment route that you want to go. I think as realtors, that's the type of investment that I know that I'm comfortable with. So that's the route that I will go. And I'm probably not going to invest a ton of money into stocks and bonds. Like I have 
you know, you have your basic IRA retirement accounts and you know, who knows what I'll do in 20 years, but I know I will always be investing in real estate because that's what I know. And then some people, they just want their primary residence and that's perfect. And then they're really interested in stocks and bonds or day trading or crypto or whatever your thing is. And that's fine too. You know, I just think that you need at least one property under your belt. Right. You You have to be diversified. I mean, we will always use some of the products that go through the stock market. I'm not saying that the way I'm probably supposed to say it, but you know, and the S&P there, mm-hmm. I mean, there's all sorts of products that we're always going to use, but yeah. we all need, you need somewhere to live. We need so somewhere to live. At I least mean. get the one property under your belt. Right. If you can do it, do it. But if you need to rent for now, you know, the, the pros of renting is it's less expensive. You don't have to pay for something that breaks, but also if something breaks, you're waiting for someone for your landlord to come deal with it. Sometimes that means you don't have air conditioning for a month and, um, they could sell. That's the other thing is the stability. It's like you have your own home. (laughs) You're not, obviously no one can sell your house from under you unless you know, you have to foreclose on it, which would be bad. But yeah, when you're a renter and you, what if you have a family and two little kids and all of a sudden your landlord's like, hey, we're selling. Find somewhere else to live in 60 days. And, and most of the time, that just freaks people out. Anytime it's I list a property that has scary. its tenant occupied, they are so upset, typically. And that then it's... when you move into another like home or hopefully a better home and you're renting, that rent is likelier higher than what you're paying now because it's landlords, when there's turnover, will raise rents. But on the same tenant, they typically only raise it a little bit, if at True. all. So when you're a brand new tenant, you're paying market rent for that place nine out of 10 times. Which might be a little lower now though. Might be a little lower. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, we'll find out. All right. Well, I mean, I think uh, at the end of the day, if you're thinking about buying, save some money. Mm -hmm. Don't get into it crazy. Um, Save some money. Talk to a lender. Talk to a realtor and see if there's a possibility. All right. Peace out. Bye.